welcome everyone to the Smith and Spitz podcast. I am Smith. I am Spitz. Today we are talking about the NBA and NHL finals and a couple other storylines in each of those areas where we have some thoughts and ideas. So we'll start off right away with the NBA finals. We have the Nuggets and the Heat. And currently the Nuggets are up one game to nothing. Um, Looking back at our picks from long ago, you had the Suns and the Heat. So you, you got half of it, right? It's close. I had the Nuggets and the Heat, which... I didn't think my basketball picks were going to go that well because my hockey picks were looking really good. But it turned out the other way. So looking at it now, Nuggets up one game to nothing. And they're playing today. So Nuggets will be up two to nothing. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Are you still thinking the Heat's, got, Heat's going to take this? or mm-hmm. Game seven. Sticking with it. I like that. I'm sticking with the Nuggets pick that I have because it hasn't let me down yet. They looked real dominant to the last, last game. I'm not sure if they can be stopped. They might drop a game. But I knew I knew when the Lakers were in it, I knew they'd at least survive one. Well, I guess it'd be two rounds because they had to do yeah, the play-in. Play and then they beat the Golden State, which, great, do that. Yeah. Every time you can. When they played, when I saw it was the Nuggets, I was like, go one of two ways. Either the Nuggets are going to dominate like they have been, or the Lakers are going to make it a series. And Nuggets dominated, which yeah. I wasn't shocked. They, they've been a force. And but so has Miami. I could see it going to five games, but I don't see it going much further than that. I think they're, I think they're going to take out the Heat. I Miami think it's going to be dominant. Been playing dominant too. They have been, and I think that the Nuggets are just that much more dominant. The this juggernaut team. Yeah, they are. They are that team this year. And no, if I know you're a Lakers fan, no offense to the Lakers. I, my dad was a Lakers fan, so I got some respect there. I just don't like LeBron. I don't either. As a Pacers fan, we've gone over this before. I do not like LeBron. I don't either. Great player. I don't like him. Like I so told, see him lose, I'm okay with that. Like I told friends, people who asked me that knew I was a Lakers fan, I said, I want I want one thing. I want one thing out of LeBron. Win me a title and leave. So you got your bubble chip. Yeah, we got our bubble chip. But it wasn't because of LeBron and AD. I think it was more the Lakers – as a team, since Kobe Bryant, the passing yeah, of Kobe, they came together, and they it was more of a fuel for them. Saying, "All right." So you're gonna go ahead and stick with the Heat. I'm gonna stick with the Nuggets. I'm gonna say Max is five for me. You're saying Game Seven, and you also were telling me that you had some thoughts as to next year's championships. So I'm gonna let you go ahead and take that. I think just I think the Suns will take it all. I think with them getting Frank Vogel, good coach. It's a good coach. When he, when he got cut for a weird reason with the Lakers, which didn't make any sense to me, why he got... I haven't read into it. Of A lot of that, I think, is... Because your star players are going to have some say in what's going on. But I, I, I get that. LeBron didn't dislike him. I just think... I think he had a hand in him going because it wasn't going the way he... the him and ownership wanted immediately so i think it was kind of like a group thing of like let's it, it, it was a weird situation where there's like let's just get him out of here because when he was with the pacers i thought he was a great coach and i was telling you earlier it was they were always neck and neck with the cavaliers or the heat because paul george was there um they had david west they had a, a lot of good pieces there they were just a couple pieces short of being able to overcome lebron but ownership didn't want to allow them to get those pieces because they're a small market team so they're a little more more frugal in what they do 
but Vogel was a very good coach. And ever since he's been gone, the Pacers have been falling short. So, I mean, they're rebuilding now, so we'll see what happens there. But Vogel himself, good coach. See, when I didn't know much of Frank Vogel, but my dad knew more of what was going on because I think he was keeping up with it. I mean, I kept up with the Lakers, but not like heavily. Right. Because I was more paying attention to Seattle and the Penguins because the Lakers were falling off. They didn't have a coach. They kept getting coached, kept getting coached. And now I think they're back at when they got Frank Vogel and my dad was telling me, hey, we're good, we're good now. I'm like. <clears throat> he is. He's If you give him the time and the talent and let him do his thing, he's a good coach. And I think it's harder in L.A. because there's so much, so many hands in it from ownership and general managers and stuff that it's hard for coaches to be able to do his thing. Like you, like Phil Jackson used to just be able to do his thing. It's Phil Jackson. They I don't think, now. They don't. Doesn't seem like they have that same. I think Frank Vogel could have had that if they let him. Yep. I mean, okay, you miss because I think if I remember right, they won the championship and I think they missed the playoffs that next year. And I think they were maybe manager. It was like you have the you have the talent, but you lost Caruso. You lost all these key players that helped that championship right. team. And then, like I was saying, and I think we were talking about, I think we are picking our picks for the NBA Finals and stuff, and I said the Lakers have had a great um, trade, or pick, picking up players and trading. They did really well when before the trade lim- trade deadline left. Right. And, I was, and they turned it around, and I'm like, okay, well, there you go. You could have had Frank Vogel there, and Frank Vogel could have saw, okay, we need him, we need him, we need this guy, this guy. And what hurts too, like with the Lakers situation, is they've sold a lot of the the future of the team for the next few years mm-hmm. with these trades they've done. Like some some have worked out, yeah. some have not. But you don't have any draft picks no. for years, and that hurts coaches too because they can't bring in guys to develop them. Whereas, like say the the Pacers have, you know, they they got rid of Sabonis and brought in Halliburton, which is a great move. And they've drafted a couple guys that are now starting caliber. They have another great pick this year. They have five picks this year. So they can bring in guys and build up a team. And the Lakers are just like, okay, what can we afford? We brought in all these guys. Do something with it. And when that doesn't mesh, the coach is gone. I'll give, I don't know his name. I know he's a former player. I know that much. I'll give him credit. He turned them around. Uh, Walton? It, yeah. Luke Walton. No, that's not our coach. Oh, the one you have now? Oh, now. Yeah, I was to say, because yeah, you got Luke Walton from uh, Golden State. He, he was terrible. Then it was Vogel, then... Whoever's now. Yeah, I'd have to look it up and see. But I'll give him credit. When Frank Vogel got fired, then they picked up the coach now. Can't think of his name. Darvin Ham is your current head yeah. coach. Darvin Ham, when they picked up Ham, yep. he turned that season around. He got players that could fit and click, and the Lakers got to the playoffs when they were two and ten. Right. Like nobody was looking at the Lakers, saying they're going to go. They're not going anywhere. Yeah, I think he's going to be. I think if they let him do his thing. Yeah, they let him do his thing. Because right now in the off season, they have a big problem. If they lose Austin Reeves. Yeah, he's frigid. I forgot about that. And I think it's. I think it starts with an R. I think it's R U I. Is his name that the Lakers oh, got? Oh yeah. I think it's Ruham. I want to say Ruhaman, but I don't think that's his name. Yeah, it's something like that. But yeah, they're gonna they could lose him. You could end up with two. another Vogel situation. Exactly. Because looking here, I mean, like you said, you had that one team. Yeah. 
Alex Caruso. Meshed. But then you lose those guys. You don't have any draft capital or anything. You're just like, here's this mishmash of players. Oh, it didn't work out. You're fired. Because that team they built after that did not gel as a team. So I that I don't put any of that on Vogel. I put that on management, what they were able to bring in. I'm, bringing it, I'm putting it on LeBron. Well, cause you, and you get those guys, if they don't work together, you're not doing anything. And Certain th- guys just don't play together. And I think, as we're still talking about kind of predictions, going back, the Sun... The Suns are going to, Frank Vogel being their coach, and I think if they have a good off season, that team is going to be, I mean, they were close. They were very close. And I'm, I, I want to agree with you, but just to be different, I'll throw, just throw it out there. So the Nuggets are going to win this year. The Lakers, aren't you? Nope, Nuggets are going to win it this year. They're going to repeat next year. The new basketball dynasty will be in Denver. Don't say those things, because then Russell Wilson will want to do something. <laughs> Kevin Durant will want to go there to get another ring. Um, in my heart, I want to go to the Pacers got it next year. That's not going to happen for a couple of years where they're deep in playoff contention. If they draft correctly, so I'm going to say the Nuggets will have if the back-to-back. Lake, I, was, I wanted to say Lakers just because, but I think they have a lot of things. And I, it's at the point now where LeBron's still effective, but he's hinted at retirement too. So okay. I'm sitting there going, I don't know if it would be – I don't even believe beneficial it. for him to like be there, even if it's at a lesser role, just to help guys, or if he just if it's better if he's just gone. I think it, for me, I think if he left, and I even say they trade AD too. If LeBron left, if LeBron leaves, he finally he doesn't you know he wanted to play with his son, but now he's starting to think maybe he can't. Maybe he can't. Okay, LeBron left. They need to trade AD. Yeah, they can still get something for AD. Yeah. He's good. I, he's not. If he's he's not the force he was, and he's not even that old. But he's not the force he was. But he's still good enough to get return. If he can stay healthy, a healthy AD is way better. Yeah, that's so, his, that's what's hindered him. If he'd have had a healthy career, he'd still be top of his game. But and I think that could free up. I mean, I don't even know. You could. You'd be able to keep a couple of these free agents. Yep. You could keep. I mean. I'd like them to keep D'Angelo Russell because I actually liked him when, He's they, a good when they drafted him. And I think if he has somebody that, I mean, I think AD and LeBron kind of are like this, and I think they only help each other. I think they only help. I think they only help each other. Yeah. And if those two gone, I see. I mean, there's not really a veteran on that team that could. I mean. No, but rumors the- are that. I forget who even I think I think one I saw Trey Young is on is going to be a free agent. I heard that he wants to go to John Morant might be a free agent soon. <laughs> I heard he wants to go to LA. Hmm. But there's always the talk with Miles Turner too. I don't want him. You have replace no AD. I think if there are players talk. Yeah. Lakers would take Halliburton in a second. No, they wouldn't. I mean, they're dumb, but not that dumb. Halliburton's good. Yeah, but you don't need AD's contract. No, nobody wants that. <laughs> but and now that I'm thinking of like. Anthony Davis trade look look like or what could look like you know because who, who Lamelo's on the Hornets right yes didn't AD play with the Hornets or am I thinking of something else didn't he start there I thought so I thought so yeah trade him for Lamelo sixteen points a game or as you're saying get this guy I wouldn't want him to go though like I didn't want Paul George to leave but this is just me pointing this out at you but me kind of thinking of what a trade scenario would be for AD. Yep. I think if they want a star, and if they want someone to be the next, like, L.A., the next, like, 
L.A. great or something. Yeah. If they want to find, like, a star, I think they need to get Mello. I think where Mello's at, he's not going to survive. Yeah. I not mean, Carmelo. Yeah. I'm okay. Carmelo retired. I know. Uh, love Mello. Mello Ball. Yeah. He, uh... Because apparently... Charlotte's not a great place to go for a career. Unless you're Muggsy Bogues. And then apparently... Lonzo might not be able to play basketball ever again. Mm. I don't know. I haven't read into that article, but I saw something where he might he was not with be able to. The Bulls? What? I know he got hurt, but. I don't know what he did. Oof. Hopefully he's okay. Well, I thought he was going to be a good player coming in, and he's been solid. But I, that was that weird year with the Lakers where they had. They had Brandon Ingram. Yeah. Lonzo and they, Ball. they messed them all up. Yeah. I don't know if that's points back to like Polinka in the office. Or trainers or what, but they messed all all of those players up. When they traded Anthony Davis and they got rid of Ingram, I was like, what are you guys doing? Brandon Ingram's good. Like, you're letting him go? I, I, I don't know if they just didn't see the talent they had there to build. If they'd have built around that young core and were able to get in. Uh, but I bet. Who was they now? Reeves? Mm-hmm. They were able to keep and bring all these. They'd have a good, solid young core. You guys might not have got to the playoffs this year, but. No. There was hope for the future. Yeah, there's hope for the future, and they could have built into a, another championship team that, you know, you win four or five championships with these guys. Mm-hmm. But they were like, oh, it didn't work immediately. Throw them all out. Let's get LeBron. And I think the only reason why they're at that, when they got LeBron, I think they looked at it and they're like, okay, LeBron can gel with anybody, and they can he can take us to the right. promised land. And I think, now that I'm thinking about it, I think they saw that first year with LeBron in there, they're like, well, it's first year. We'll give him that. He, Second year, they traded everybody, got rid yeah. of everybody, and I'm just like, "What are you guys doing?" And he, do, he and that's a misconception. I, he can't gel with everybody. No, because there's guys that will come out and say, "I do not want to play with him." Mm-hmm. I mean, Trey Young said he will if if LeBron comes back. Because now that's yeah. the rumor he's going away. Because yeah, like when when LeBron hinted at joining like Golden State, Steph and Clay were like, "No, we good. We're good. You stay away." But Clay Thompson also a free agent, and now apparently he wants to come to. That'd be interesting. I like Clay. He's a good shooter. If he stays healthy. If he stays healthy. He's kind of like AD if he stays healthy. Yeah. I know. Him and Steph together, though, that's always... I'm tired of seeing it. I know I'm you're tired, tired of seeing it. Warriors at all. I know you're tired of it, but it's fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Well, let's jump over to the NHL side, where we have the Vegas Knights and the Florida Panthers going at it. Knights are up one game to nothing. That one just started as well. So, you know, we were both on track to have what looked like very good playoff brackets that we picked, and that just went nowhere. So neither one of us have any picks left. So we're just going to go ahead and say, Vegas or Florida, who do you got? Um, You're thinking the same thoughts I am. Like, the the league is just, they're hell-bent on shoving the Knights mm -hmm. down our throats. I'm going to say it goes to seven. I say the Panthers take it. Because I was going to say... The Knights shut the Panthers out. We're, we're thinking on the same wavelength because part of me is thinking they're sh- going to shove this down our throats so hard that the Knights win it in four games. They completely shut down the Panthers, who are on a they're on a tear right now in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But I also I'm also going to pick the Panthers. They're just something new. Yeah. So, so neither one of these teams has won. They've both been to one cup appearance. So it's something new on either yeah. either team that wins. I'm just I don't like how they like shoving vegas at us so i'm gonna go with the panthers and i'm gonna agree with you that i think it goes seven games they're gonna get they're gonna go the whole distance they want to get every bit of tv time out of this they're gonna go the whole distance and they, the panthers get if it. they do that it would make it good if they 
Yeah. Like, length it out because then football is right around the corner. Right. I'm like, I enjoy it when it's... I like the blowouts when it's my team. Right. I want it just four games, it's over. Mm-hmm. But if I'm just watching it, I have no investment in it. Mm-hmm. Seven games is cool because you get more hockey. Yep. And then, like you said, then we can turn from this right into the NFL. Right into NFL. And then hockey will be back in a couple months anyway. Yeah, I know. They take a very short... Yeah, theirs is... Boom. It's like once it's October, it's like, like, oh, NHL's back. Baseball... Too long. Has way it, like it seems like it's so long because there's not a lot going hey, playoffs on. Playoffs is coming up soon. Well, no, we're not in October yet. Not yet. <laughs> NFL, it's a long off season, but there's a lot of stuff that happens. Not right now. Well, like you get the draft, you have mini camps. There's things to yeah. like read about and stuff. Basketball, there's seasons over. They draft, and then it's like, okay, what, what are we doing? Okay, basketball season again. Yeah, unless there's a trade. But so yeah, we got we both have Panthers in seven. Um, anything else hockey related you would like to add in here? Off season things that I think the Penguins should do. Hit me. Um, granted, I want Patrick Kane on the Penguins, but that's not happening. <laughs> keep Penguins, keep trying. I know. I'll Speak keep, it into existence. I'll, oh, I'm supposed to be in real time. Oh, okay. I I don't even know. Like for the Penguins, even missing. I mean, it's 16 consecutive years, and this is the first year they haven't. Yeah, I, when I saw that stat, I was like, what? I don't even. I mean, yeah, they can add a few things, but like, I don't, they weren't a bad team. I think they were just, just a, short. They were short. I think it might be like one piece. Mm-hmm. And I think, uh, I think it's time to break up. I mean, I know we don't have the whole trio that was in Pittsburgh. Right. Crosby, Malcolm, and somebody else that I can't think of. I think they get rid of Malcolm. I think it's time. I mean, you're not going to get rid of Sidney Crosby. No. I mean, he's 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 almost at that age where he's probably gonna retire soon anyway. So I think they're just like stay. Sid, no longer the kid, Crosby. Yes. He and he's been. It's weird when you think about it because in my brain it's like, oh yeah, he's only been in the league for a few years, and then you look at it like, oh, he's been around for a while. Mm-hmm. But I think I yeah, if they get rid of one piece, but they can replace him with something that I mean, is that extra piece that they were missing. From looking at their roster, I mean, their centers they have enough centers. And I yeah. don't know what what the like how the NFL you have to have like a certain amount of players for each position. I don't know. If you they typically need to have, have. I don't know if you have to have five centers. Is that what they have listed on their roster yeah. now? Because like the Avalanche, they have I think like eight listed internally right there. I know you have a set number of players, mm-hmm. but it's typically they have X amount of this, 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 and this, and it's a close variation. Like you'll have two or three goalies on your list. Some defense, right wings, left wings, and centers. They have a few of each. But I also don't know if, like the lists I pull up, I don't know if that's incorporating some of their, not all of them, like their their farm teams, but it might list some of them in there that are right. like the floating in-betweens. But yeah. I mean, I, I, they, I don't even know what that piece, I mean, they... And they that could be listing missing yeah. free agents, too. I mean, they could get rid of Malcolm, trade him, or just release him. I don't, I don't know where his contract is trade them they could get something out of them yeah i mean they could get anybody i mean granted i want to see them get patrick kane but now i'm still in that upsetness because now he's in my division and i have to play him which i'd rather have him on my team yeah you always want the better player on your team and they could use a right wing i mean they might need a better goalie because i think that was a lot of their problems i think i feel that over here everybody could avalanche line Everybody could score on them. Um, and a lot of it is just that one one or two pieces that'll make the difference. Because I know, like, the Avalanche, they lost they lost um, their starting goalie last year. He took off for 
the Kraken, and they lost uh, Kadri. Mm-hmm. Left. They, he earned himself a payday, and they couldn't keep up with that. But the, just losing those couple pieces, I think. And then Landeskog was out for the whole year injured, and he's going to be gone next year injured. You lose a few pieces like that, and that really hurts yeah. your team. So It was Chris Letang. Chris Letang. Yeah, so if, when you're missing pieces like that, if you can't replace them with the pieces you need to be competitive to get that little push to get into the playoffs at least, and then push for the cup, it, it hurts the team overall. Like Now like the Avalanche are going to have to go out and find someone to replace Landeskog for the whole year, which they, they have a few good young guys coming up. But I'm with you on that goalie thing. The Avalanche need to get a new goalie. I was not impressed with uh, Georgiev that they got from the Rangers. He gives up way too many goals. So, so what do you think about the uh, the Coyotes not getting a stadium deal and potentially looking to relocate? Good for them. Is there a city you think could do better with a hockey team? I mean, Arizona doesn't scream hockey to me. No, it's too hot. But then, I mean, you look around to like, well, Florida has a hockey team. Right. I'm, and they're doing fine there. San Antonio... The list that I saw did li- it lists like San Antonio, Quebec, and Hartford as options. Yeah, they used to have the Hartford Whalers. I see that one working. <clears throat> Hartford. Yeah, because hockey's big in that area. Quebec, not as like hockey's big in Canada, but I don't see it working in Quebec. But San Antonio or Hartford, I think, would be cool. I mean, back to we'll see where they end up relocating. I mean, there's been talk about still doing an arena in Arizona for the Coyotes, or they could end up who knows where. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything else on the hockey front? Penguins need to make a big trade. I know I said get rid of Malcolm or one of the big three. I mean, they could get rid of Rust or I don't want to see Getzel go, but apparently that's a rumored name, Getzel, because he's on a one-year deal right now. Left, I mean, Getzel's yeah. good, but I don't want to see Getzel. I mean, but if and if you've got him on that one year and he doesn't want to resign, get what you can. And sometimes Patrick. Sometimes you got to use a big name too to. Or a fan favorite name to make a big splash. I don't even know. I mean, I watch hockey, but I don't follow it enough to where, like, I know, like, the certain, like, Patrick Kane I knew and the guy in Toronto right now, Austin Mathis or whatever his name is. Yeah. But I don't know anybody that is, like, a big name that would help the Penguins once, like, Sidney Crosby and all of them say bye-bye. Right. What about you with your avalanche? I'm mainly just looking to see who they... Or who they replace. Because um, my fear with Ladiscog is he's done. Because I, I, I was telling you, I read another story. I can't remember the other guy's name, but he had the same injury and same surgery. And he couldn't skate the same after. So if he can't get back to form where it's you know him and McKinnon on that top line, uh-huh. just speeding down the ice. If he can't get back to that, they're going to have to move on from him. Right. And they do have some younger guys like Newhook and stuff that they've drafted and brought up through the system that I think are going to be fine, but they still need to bring someone in to replace that. So they can bring in someone to replace him, at least while he's out, and replace the goalie. They have a good... They, they, they do the... Like, Georgia will play a couple games, and Francouz will play a couple games. They kind of rotate him to keep him fresh. And Francouz I'm good with. I'm probably mispronouncing his last name, but that's what I call him. He's doing fine, but Georgia needs to go. Like I said, when they won the cup last year, the goalie... And I can't remember his name right now. Uh, my wife would remember it. That was her favorite player on the team. But he he could stop anything. He was doing great. And they'd win 7-1, to 7-2, 5 nothing, whatever. Mm-hmm. And now those games this year are 5-4, 7-6. It was a lot closer. Mm-hmm. And he just got lucky that the offense was scoring more than he was giving up. So if they can replace that, um, the defense, I think, is okay. And just bolster uh, your wings because you're losing Landis Cog for who knows how long. Right. That's what I'm looking for. So be it through draft or trade. 
or a free agent signing. Because they have a solid team. They won the cup. They made it to the playoffs. They've locked down the head coach for a few more years. Bednar's a good coach. The Penguins have a good solid team as well. It just, like we were saying, fell short. They just need that one thing that that one piece. Maybe two pieces, but it's close. Patrick Kane. There you go. Speak it into existence. So with that, brings us to the end of our hockey and NBA coverage. Uh, we'll, we'll touch back on, you know, once these, we'll come back around to it once, you know, everything's said and done with the seasons, kind of see where everything's sitting at, maybe discuss a little bit on the upcoming drafts and stuff. But once again, as we always say, thank you for listening. Thanks for your support. It really does mean a lot to us. Yes, it does. And continue to listen. We enjoy having you. If you have any ideas, reach out to us, let us know. Uh, We did just recently drop our first video game podcast. So if maybe you're more into the video game side of things, give that a listen. We will have more video game content coming out. But I think that does it for this one. So thank you again for joining the Smith & Spitz podcast. I am Smith. I am Spitz and fly like a butterfly. (laughs) We'll see you next time. Bye.